There's a question here from Georgia. Pros and cons of being a sole trader versus company. I'm a wedding photographer as a sole trader, but not sure whether to move over to company. It's also just me in business. And she occasionally uses contractors. Sim, are you incorporated in New Zealand? We are. I would love to answer this question. Please. I debated this for so long because I was in a very similar position to George. It was just myself and I had contractors working with me every now and again. And I kept myself, so I started Girls That Invest in March 2020. I kept myself as a sole trader until November 2021, so a decent amount of time. And my biggest mistake was not realizing that there was there was a time where our company kind of blew up. We made more profit than we'd ever expected. And then I had the world's largest um, sole income tax bill come through. <laughs> um, and I remember telling my accountant and they were like, what is wrong? Word to word, what is wrong with you? Like you should have become a company so much earlier. My reasoning for not being a company was I didn't want to pay $200 to incorporate. Mm. Mm. And I didn't want to, you know, get involved with making all these decisions. And I just thought it was, I thought it was so much serious, so much more serious than it was. But the benefits, I would say, if you're unsure, if you're at that point where I was, where you're on the fence, the benefits of having a company is one, if and when, and you might not feel this way right now, but you might feel this way in 10 years time, if and when you want to sell, if and when you go, you know what, I don't really want to do this. It is so much of an easier gifted package to give to someone when you're giving them a company that has company records and everything is kept separately and you're a different entity. There's also the benefit of, you know, if anything happens, it's against the company. It's not against yourself personally. And look, I think if you're dealing with contractors, I would move towards being a company. I think it just makes things cleaner. And I just, I like it a lot more. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, it's a formal line in the sand and I was the same. Like when I started my financial planning business, I started as a sole trader because I didn't want to spend the money to incorporate in Australia. It probably cost 800 bucks to set up a company for whatever reason to get the constitution and all that paperwork underway and the ASIC fees. But I think, you know, the, the liability and it could be slightly different in Australia. Like a lot of stuff that I sign as a director of the company there's a direct guarantee anyway. So it doesn't obfuscate 100% of liability, but it's a good barrier. With a company as well, you've got to remember your ongoing costs will increase because you've got a completely separate entity that you'll have to have accounts for. You have to have bank accounts set up that are owned by the company. And there's direct lib- like there's actually directed duties as a company. So for example, if you don't update your records with ASIC if you move house as a director, you could be in breach. 
So there's very serious things that you need to do as a company director. Uh, but as Sim said, it, you know, you might start as a sole trader, things are going good, set up a company and then if it, whatever the type of business is, there could be a portion if you've got someone who wants to buy in, you can sell them some shares. So, you know, there is that flexibility. On the tax side, you know, and there's a couple of questions about this, just be governed by the advice from the professionals in your corner because there are some tax issues. So, for example, if you're building a, an asset in a company, there's no capital gains tax if you sold that asset. So, for example, the brand My Millennial Money is not owned by Simo Interactive, my operating company, because if I want to sell the brand one day, My Millennial Money, company doesn't pay 30% tax and capital gains tax. It's owned by my trust and it's leased to the company. So anyway, long story short, the more deep you get into business, the more money that's turning over, you will have to take advice from your accountant unless you're a contractor and for example, wedding photography. You know, we just, we're in Sydney at the moment. We just went for a, a harbour cruise or ferry and we passed Fort Denison for those in Sydney, maybe if you are going to be a contractor and shoot weddings there, they might say we only contract companies for some weird liability, which means they don't. you have to provide your own insurances. You might have to be a company from day one. So very nuanced, but don't just run into company. Get the business going. Prove that you think it's got legs. Then you can move, whether it's a trust a unit trust or a company. Um, so that's my two cents. Have you got a company for what you're doing, Sarah? Uh, yeah, well, one up has been a company since the very start. And I think how I made that decision was I literally just went onto the IRD website, which is Inland Revenue Department in New Zealand, I think the AOT. ATO. ATO uh, in Australia. And I just went on their website pros and cons of limited liability company and sole trader and made a decision based on that. Did you know New Zealand is considered one of the easiest places in the world to start a company? Really? No, yeah. I did not know that. Well, yeah, and that, very and that makes sense because you don't go to the ATO to start a company here. <laughs> you go to the oh. Australian Securities and Investment Commission. Okay. So yeah, they kind of govern that. But you've just taken the judgment call. I'm just going to do this from day one. Yeah. And it's probably, in Australia, it is probably different because it costs more to set up a company. Mm. There could be some higher risks for being a director and director responsibilities and the increased tax return. So it's like everything, personal finance, it is personal. <laughs>